Hey guys, welcome to this week's Trivial with Bobby Rose Beef. We got a great one. This week we have uh, a specialty episode, kind of. It's trivia hosts talking about stuff. And this week I have Nate Baker, who is from FLX Trivia. And you're definitely going to want to stick around for this. We talk about how our businesses kind of were affected by the whole pandemic, but also how we kind of bounced back. We also discuss um, some some type of uh, business strategies that we've utilized from everything from CRM to social media, all kinds of stuff. We touch on a lot of stuff. We have a lot of fun. And uh, we even use some of the questions from Poddex as well. So go ahead, get yourselves comfortable, enjoy. And we're going to start a great show right after this. It's Bobby Rose Beef here for Trivial with uh, a different, a, a totally different kind of uh, episode for you guys. This uh, episode we're titling, it's uh, Trivia Hosts Talking About Stuff. And that's pretty much what we're going to do. We got a great guest. Uh, we've got uh, Nathan Baker from FLX Trivia out in the uh, Finger Lakes region of New York. Um, I, it's a nice reminder because he's wearing a Buffalo Bills hat as we speak. So yeah, it's one thing I noticed right away. Uh, he goes by the <laughs> moniker DJ Boulanger. Uh, and we're going to get to the bottom of that. Actually, you know what, Nathan, let's go ahead and just start with I'm a sucker for an origin story. Sure. How did you get into DJing? More importantly, how did you get into trivia? And and what's t- tell me the story. Like how how did you kind of get where you're at today? Sure. Well, let me kind of start right with uh, the DJ name, DJ sure. Langer, because uh, it kind of ties what you uh, opened with. You noticed my hat. Uh, I'm a huge sports nut, and um, I'm a Buffalo Bills season ticket holder, and that's my that's kind of my splurge as far as my fun money. So many years ago, mm-hmm. I used to be a call in, uh, a caller to uh, a local, uh, you know, Buffalo, Rochester uh, radio host. And my last name is Baker. Mm-hmm. Baker in French is Boulanger. And I thought that would be cute to kind of have as my name Boulanger to call into the host. And, you know, uh, Bob from Rochester yep. uh, didn't really exactly know how to pronounce it. And it came out Boulanger. And uh, I kind of liked it, and it stuck, and uh, yeah, kind of tied my my sports uh, my sports calling uh, talk shows to my my DJ name, yep. and just all sorts of fun stuff. So, um, but really to to kind of talk about DJing because um, that's really where I started uh, many years ago. Um, I, I worked in retail sales for mm-hmm. forever. And um, I always wanted to do broadcasting. And um, I found myself kind of in between jobs and volunteered for uh, back in the day. It was Clear Channel. Yep. And uh, in in the Rochester area and did some interning and, you know, picked up a couple of board op jobs, stuff like that, doing some voiceover stuff. Yep. And uh, realized that broadcasting doesn't pay the bills. I have a similar Uh, story. Yeah. (laughs) And. (laughs) <laughs> and so uh, that being said, I did have uh, a few friends that were getting married and um, I was actually volunteering at another station, a, a listener supported station, the Rochester area, 90.5 FM WBER, the only station that matters. And they loved the music format mm-hmm. and asked if there was anyone at the station that would be able to do a wedding. And I'm like, hey, I've always wanted to do it. Uh, rented some equipment, showed up, rocked their wedding. There was another lady there looking for, 
uh, uh, you know, looking at that particular venue and was just like, you're really good. You have a card. I'm like, no, I don't have a card, but I put my name down on a napkin Mm -hmm. and she kind of walked away with that and called, booked that wedding, booked another gig off that. And I'm like, okay, I think we got something going on here. Yeah. And basically put together a website and a full calendar of weddings back in 2005 um, without owning a single piece of equipment and uh, just kind of started part-time. Mm-hmm. And now I am a full-time uh, DJ and trivia host. And that's why we're here to talk nice. about trivia and trivial. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, as far as how did trivia come into the fold for you? How was it you just decided to go ahead and do that? So I kind of am almost backwards when it comes Mm -hmm. to uh djing a lot of djs start in bars and clubs and kind of work maybe work their way into weddings that's the way i see a lot of guys um i kind of was already doing tons of weddings and you know full-time wedding dj and i actually had a friend that just opened a a bar in in the area and was looking for someone to kind of come in and do college night um started doing that that ended up he ended up selling that bar and uh, ended up DJing for the following owner two to three nights a week. And she was looking to um, bump a Wednesday. And I, she's just like, you have any ideas? She's like, we've yeah. tried karaoke a couple of times. And, she, you know, they, they were actually doing that already. And um, I will do karaoke. It's not necessarily my thing. Yep. Uh, but I started researching and um, I, I also played trivia. Um, I played. I don't know. Are we allowed to use names of other of other people or we can, other? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Companies? Yeah, there's so, no. What, so as as a multi op DJ, I actually had DJs that were doing weddings for me. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that was working for me uh, was a regular host. Had three nights uh, for DJ trivia. Gotcha. And um, nice. so I was familiar with that format. Mm-hmm. And they that particular uh, company in my area, Finger Lakes DJ Trivia, pretty much had you know the town locked down where I was at. And, um, but I kind of, you know, was looking at exploring cause there was no way that I was going to be able to use that because they're very territorial yep. and you buy an area and a region. So there was really no way that I could use that. Yeah. You got to so work for somebody see, else essentially. Yeah. And the closest region, nobody really had the Southern tier mm-hmm. at that point in time. That's, you know, in central New York, there's kind of Western New York, there's the finger lakes and there's Southern tier. Yep. Um, and, that area was available, but that's like 45 minute drive minimum yeah. to get to the closest place. And it just wasn't, it wasn't going to work. So I started looking at things and, um, Johnny Paduano from, uh, the, the classy cat area. Yeah. Yep. Classy cat entertainment. Um, I kind of, you know, followed him, uh, on Facebook and social media and saw he, he had just really kind of started with uh, smartphone trivia and, and speed quizzing. Yep. And I kind of researched it. And I'm like, this is really cool. And uh, kind of presented it to the, you know, my residency uh, where I was DJ. She's like, yeah, let's give it a shot. And that's, I still have that account. We're going on five, probably four or five years there. And now I'm, um, I'm doing three nights a week currently. Mm-hmm. Once we get into September, it's going to be a five night Monday through Friday yeah. uh, gig, and um, it's really, really taken off. And um, as I as I get a little bit older and stepping away from some of the bar DJ stuff, uh, the trivia stuff kind of still obviously supplements and kind of replaces that income, uh, but also on an old man's schedule. 
Isn't that the best part? Yeah. Like it's 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 crazy. I feel like it's bought me so much relevancy with you know, and and for for me, trivia is initially the I started doing it basically as a way to book weddings, book book other events. You know, okay. use it as a place where you know you, I'm sure you get run into this too. People are uh, will ask the question, and and at first I, I never thought this was 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 bound to happen, and I, it's I started to actually just notice people will ask, hey, can I go to one of your events and see what you do? And you're like, that's a private event. It doesn't really line up. But what I found was that by telling people, like my one of my biggest assets has been my voice, my ability as an MC. That's been one of my main main focuses. So you know, for a wedding DJ, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to downplay like mixing ability or or any of that stuff or reading a crowd because it's all very very important. But I mean, let's be honest, like versus a nightclub setting. It's a lot more relaxed for for a DJ. Yeah. It's 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 a, it's a lot more just like you know you know just cranking out songs. A lot of it. Yep. Um, it's the formalities that kind of can get you, and you got to be able to hand yeah. things, handle things in an Im- improvisational way. So that's one of the things that kind of works. And I found that actually just inviting folks, you know, that that say, well, you know, could we check out a, an event that you've done. What I'll do is instead I'll say, hey, any weeknight, I do trivia five nights a week. Come on down to one of my my trivia nights. Let me buy you guys an appetizer and and a cocktail or something. And, you know, they'll show up. And, and, you know, in some cases that night I've had a check for a deposit for their event because they're just like – if this is how you handle asking questions, like, you know, doing this, right. engaging this amount of people, it really does change the game uh, as far as making the, the right impression. It, it does. And I think one of the other things that um, I kind of recognized a long yep. time ago, kind of like I told you the story of, of uh, you know, putting my name down on a napkin. And that's kind of how I started with uh, Finger Lakes Entertainment. That's the, the DJ side of things. Mm-hmm. Um the, the first piece of equipment I ever owned was a microphone. That's yep. because Apple, like seeing everything, everybody's got speakers. It's not about the speakers. It's not about your mixer. Obviously, it's the skill in being able to use that. Equipment, of course it is. Yeah. But the one, but the one thing that like from a, from renting stuff way at the beginning that I truly thought was the difference is me, my mm-hmm. voice, how I sound, how I'm presenting and getting that part of it right. Um, one of the cool things and, and best things that I came across in the yeah. business way early was uh, Randy Bartlett and his 1% solution. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with it. it if you're in the DJ business, you know it. You've at least heard that for title. 10 years. Yeah. And if, you, and if you're a newbie, um, even if you're just a trivia host, highly recommend yeah. seeking that out because it, it's so true. And it just basically the premise is whatever you do, you can do 1% better. Yep. And he goes through and kind of, you know, uh, jumps in every aspect of a, of a wedding reception. And that was just eye opening to me and just like, yeah, that's the difference mm-hmm. And the microphone. And that's really the difference. I mean, especially nowadays where it's just like, I mean, I, I, I use Serato and virtual DJ mm-hmm. and all the music is there. There's no difference. Like when people ask you, oh, how big's your music? Who cares? It doesn't matter. I have Who access cares? to It's a stupid, anything. it's not yeah. a stupid question, but it is a stupid it, question. Nowadays it is, yeah. Because before it was, you know, it was how big is the trunk of your car yeah. where you can put all these records. That's right. That's the thing. Now it's, it's completely changed. I mean, you could have the largest collection of music on, you know, a, a piece of plastic that's in your back pocket, you know, um, 
it, it it's unbelievable, man. And if you're good, you can absolutely rock a party. Yeah. With just that piece of plastic in yeah. the back of your part oh, yeah. pocket, and you know, so the difference, like, really, with you know, kind of back to trivia, is that I believe trivia has made me a better wedding MC because I think that really is the difference. Agree. Is that there's yeah. wedding DJs, yep. and then there's masters of ceremony, and that's really the difference. And and really, honestly, there's a difference between those two things and a trivia host too, because yep. trivia host. The way I am at a trivia event isn't necessarily how I am at a wedding. I mean, at a trivia event, you're on the microphone from from the get-go. Definitely. And I think what makes really good hosts better is being able to kind of provide a little bit of, whether it's levity or entertainment or humor, um, you know, with what you're presenting, whether it's just like a a, a quip on a a particular question or referencing it to something maybe earlier or something that you're doing with a theme night. Um, those are the things that I kind of think differentiate really, you know, just someone that's reading questions to like an actual host. And that really is the same thing, you know, on the MC side for weddings is that, again, a good MC is not going to be on the microphone all night long, but they're going to be able to, you know, more or less direct traffic yep. and kind of just execute that timeline and make sure everything is perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Like I have, um, I have a lot of people that, 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 you know, approach me at trivia. That's, that'll say, you know, we really like your games. It's a whole lot of fun. And there are, I would say that there's a demographic that's out there that are just trivia folks. Like they just, they just, they yeah. get it. They love it. And they follow different trivia hosts all over the place. And, and it's funny you mentioned, so you mentioned, um, DJ trivia and, and I mean, you know, I mean, they exist in so many different markets and, and, you know, that's a format that some players really enjoy. And then it's a format that, that many others right. don't, you know, they don't, there's yep. a, a part of that, that, you know, there's a market that, that isn't into that. Um, I've had a lot of folks approach me and they're like, you know, this game is so engaging and it's fun and the way that you do things. Like I really believe no matter what the product is, and this is why I don't want to make it sound like I'm bashing DJ trivia. Cause I'm really not right. no matter what the product is. If you're a good host and you can deliver a great experience overall, then awesome. That's, 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 what's going to make the difference. And that's, what's going to make people want to come and see you. So in, in our area, I mean, I think at one point there were like 12 or 13 hosts within wow. X amount of miles that did speed quizzing, you know? And, yep. and I was not like threatened at all by it because I, I love it because there's so much community. It's just like, you know, you've got these other people that are all doing it. So that's the advice I always tell everybody is like, number one, you've got to be organic. You know, you've got to be believable. And by being organic and being like yourself on the microphone, you're going to make a better connection with the people that really matter. That are, Those are the ones that are going to show up over and over and over again. Yep. You know, and it's like I don't get, you know, bent out of shape when, you know, I, I see, you know, pictures of like. D, uh, DJ TJ and you know there's teams that were at my game last night in his game I'm like they're having a great time that's awesome you know it's right. like community I think is really what it's all about so for me like the the way that speed quizzing operates and it being sort of like an open platform where you're not limited is awesome one question I do have for you Nathan is this what is your worst trivia story like the worst experience I'm going to share mine in a moment and it happened last night Ooh, yeah ooh. Wow, last night. Happened last night. Um, my worst trivia story. Oh, actually, <laughs> it just happened uh, Tuesday night. And, and honestly, I don't know if it's so much trivia related, uh-huh. but uh, so 
my Tuesday uh, is probably one of my uh, it's it's a great it's a great night. Yeah. And it really is. It's like one of my favorites. Um, it's at a place it's called Keg and Barrel. And it's this beautiful, uh, you know, facility uh, used to be an ice cream shop, but they turned it into a brewery. And um, it's just a, you know, a couple owns it and they're only open from I, I, it's like like noon to eight. And yeah. uh, they were so I'm there on Tuesday nights in uh, summer and then they close and they're only like uh, third, Wednesday through Sunday uh, in the wintertime. So we'll be moving to Thursday. Anyways, so I was there Tuesday night. And it's a relatively small place, but they have a deck and they have mm-hmm. a deck extension that they just built and they put a tent over it. Gotcha. So I actually uh, set up a, a wireless speaker outside and I have a second, uh, you know, router mount modem mm-hmm. out there, uh, you know, for gameplay to make sure everybody can kind of connect. And it rocks uh, when the weather is great. And yeah. Tuesday, <laughs> it was not great and i looked out the window and it's pouring and where i have my speakers under the lip of the building so like if it rains it's usually it's it's dry it i mean we're in the finger lakes it rains all the time so uh i've had you know all summer long hit or miss it's been fine um where it was situated was right next to a table that had an umbrella over it yeah and the rain is coming off the roof so heavy that it's hopping the eaves, you know, and oh, it's, you know, okay. the, gu- the gutter yeah, yeah, yeah. right onto the tent, right onto the, the, the umbrella. That's not it's good. so heavy on the umbrella. It's creating a channel and it's going right down <laughs> into the front no. of my speaker. <laughs> and uh, I- I'm laughing because <laughs> it's like, what, I mean, what else? Can what you can do you do at that point? Yeah. <laughs> other than cry. Um, but I will, that was, that sucks. That definitely <laughs> that, sucks. That, I will say there is a happy ending. Um, I just got it. You know, I got it home that night, put it in the garage, put a fan on it. Uh, I don't have that much rice in my house. Yeah. Um, you know, but I uh, actually used it for a party yesterday. And, the, and it was QSC. Fun. So QSC K12s. Oh, they're amazing, man. So good. The, the, it's so good. Yeah. I, I, I use QSC gear as well. And, Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Definitely fantastic. screwed my warranty because it got wet. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic USC. Yeah. You have a great product. All right. Let's hear your story. So, all right. Here's a little bit of backstory. I got this uh, lead for a private trivia, which I'll, I'll be honest. Like I do, I do right now I'm doing, I'm finally back up to five nights a week, Monday through Friday. I host uh, bar and restaurant trivia and it's great. We have a great time. It's all speed quizzing. I got was it was it Thursday? It must have been Thursday or fr- no? I, it was actually only Friday that I got the, oh, wow. the call about this. It was Friday morning. Oh wow! And it That's was quickly very last minute. And it was one of these things where uh, this I got a call from from uh, this woman who was organizing a birthday party for her husband. And where I am in Massachusetts, I'm uh, about two hours west of the coast. Um, This was all happening on a boat leaving from a port in Quincy. All right. Or I'm sorry. I I said Quincy. Quincy. 
Um, Quincy. Quincy, yeah. I'll never hit Rob Peters will never let me hit the end of that. Um, so so it was it was leaving from a port there. It was, you know, uh, like last minute kind of thing. I was actually doing a college event earlier that day. And the timeline that she had laid out there was six o'clock to 10 o'clock cruise. It was supposed to be uh, a, they had a blackjack dealer with a blackjack table um, in the cabin of the boat. And then they wanted to do out on the deck. They wanted to have uh, smartphone trivia. They wanted to have, have speed quizzing. So they had never played before. They were just looking for almost like any game show. But they specifically. Oh, no. They, oh, that, oh, I see. I think I see where this is going. Which go is, is never an issue. I mean, I've done I've done like 2,500 speed quizzing events. It's uh, brand new folks come in and they have a great time. It's never an issue. Um, So they they had this limited amount of time. And I explained to her that I wouldn't be able to be there until 8 p.m. Simply based on the logistics. But if it was able, if they were able to, you know, work out, work it out with the captain of the boat to come back around and get me, we could do it. And she worked it all out. And they were good. They were they were excited to be able to do this because also they didn't have me taking up the space you know out on the deck so they're like yeah so then right. we'll, we'll have the game for the second half as the sun's going down and it'll be nice and it'll be, be fantastic and they wanted me to push the envelope a little bit and get a little like adult with it put you know ma- they wanted me to make some cheeks blush and so i was yep. got that no problem she loved the idea of doing a music uh round that kind of lent itself that way uh so awesome stuff and and i actually it's funny you mentioned theme nights i i stay uh away from theme nights i charge a mega premium for a theme night because of the amount of work involved especially for bars and restaurants but uh, for me i'm a long i like to look at the long game so for me it's general knowledge is is key you know it's it's king you go it it can appeal to everybody and the 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 variables of like what's difficult or what's easy are going to change from person to person it's really exciting right so i show up with this idea in mind and and knowing that we're limited for time there's no breaks we're going to get started i'm going to get everybody up and running the 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 um, amount of people that were at this party there were 10 guests that's it that's all there were 10 guests okay now i'm sure you probably can agree with me it's a whole lot more difficult to entertain a small group than it is a large group like yeah. but i've done this a, a, a billion times like this is not a problem i believe in what i'm doing this will be no issue so i'm excited to get out there i get out there and i make a call um as she said, she wanted me to call her when I was close. So as I was getting over to the to the to the to the port for them to pick me up, I call, and uh, there's all this noise in the background and stuff. And I said, "Look, I go, I've got a, a number of different setups that I can bring out there. Um, you know, I have a larger setup that you know I can set up and tear down quicker, but I have a, a something smaller that'll take up less of a footprint um, that may take a few minutes longer to go and set up." And she was like, "Bring them both!" And immediately there, I knew exactly what the problem was. They were all tremendously intoxicated. Tremendously. They were bombed. So I go and and (laughs) Drunk trivia. Yeah. (laughs) So I show up right now. I had given her instructions previously. I said, look, I know Tom's going to be of the essence. I said, I'm going to forward you the instructions to give to your guests so they can get the app. Regardless, I had postcards ready so that the instructions were there. I could just hand them out because I knew nobody was actually going to be prepared. So I, I hand out the postcards as I'm setting up my gear. Everybody's downloading the app, and it's dawning on me exactly how bombed that they are. So th- that wasn't even the part that was that made it ridiculous. But we start the game, and immediately it's like you know, you know, when they say in that you have a, a group project, and it's they say too many chiefs. Yes, that was part of the issue. There were just too many people that thought they were hosting that game. 
That's oh. that was that was, and they were bombed. So there was no like Oof. you know reeling them in. So I've done this a bunch, and I've you know I've I'm I'm a believer in tough love. You know when yeah. I when I start getting a little bit of feedback, I, I treat them the way a, a good comedian would handle a heckler. You right, know right. I, yep. I I lay it right in and let them know exactly what's up. So we get through the game. It is laughable. Some of the things that these folks are absolutely missing. Um, so I, there were even custom questions. I did custom questions about the birthday boy and he was missing some of these questions. Like, I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. So we do this game, wrap things up. There was somebody that they had hired on staff, I think, to kind of babysit a little bit and like keep them on timeline and stuff like that. So she comes out and in my ear whispers, in seven minutes, we're going to have cake. And I said, great. So I did three more questions. I read the scores. I did a bonus question. And then I read the final scores and announced the winner. Everybody had a great time. It was a ton of laughs. It was stressful, but nothing that I've yep. ever had to go through before. This is why it became the worst thing ever. So at the end, I'm tearing things down. Everything's good. The cake comes out. They're singing happy birthday. I've got music playing. Everything's good. They decide they want to go back into the cabin, I think, to play blackjack no before that this happened before that um ultimately they ended up back there which was a good thing but somebody sneaks back into the cabin and comes out with a bunch of fireworks and flares and they are off the back of the boat lighting these things off and nathan dude the captain came down and went all like angry dad yelling at the kids that are at the sleepover because, you know, it's like 2.30 in the morning. Like, holy cow. He went 2.30 in the morning. Oh, he man. went off on them like unbelievable. And they all froze. They had no idea what was going on. I'm meantime, I had to turn away because I was like physically reacting and laughing at this whole thing because he's like. Do you guys not understand that you can't just light flares for non-emergency situations? Oh, he's like, if the Coast Guard comes out here and, you know, something happens, this is crazy. So, I mean, he lost his mind. Now, apparently what I found out talking to the first mate is that generally he has a rule where there's no hard liquor allowed on board. I don't know if that got overlooked or if they just brought it on board or what happened. But uh, I got a, a little story from uh, an event that happened last year because this is like a, a fishing boat that's been converted for these these cruises. Okay. And, it, and it has what they, they call like a fighting chair, which like if you're hooked into like a giant tuna or something, you sit in this yep. and it basically anchors you to the boat yep. and i guess he had a party where like they were just so bombed that they broke the chair and this is an antique like this is something that you just don't go and replace you know how do you break how do you break something like that i have no <laughs> idea and then they tried to play it off like it was no big deal and it was like that when they got there and you know whatever so i guess that's where the rule about no hard liquor went but i happened to take a peek in the cabin and there was a table over there that looked like and i said there were 10 people there was a table there with enough liquor for a hundred people easily i mean they were so bombed so i like how what was the age group Mid thirties, mid thirties okay. into forties. Yeah. So, I mean, they were a little, little younger than I am, but not much. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. So I, uh, they got back into the, into the, uh, into the dock and I immediately jumped off with all my gear, ran back to the spot. I double checked with the, the, uh, the client and, and, you know, made sure she had a good time. And I mean, she was, I mean, she was almost falling over. I was like, do you guys have a good time? She's like, oh, we had such a great time, Bobby. It was so good. Thank you. Thank you. Which is awesome. But at the same time, I'm just like, 
what a complete train wreck. So it's it's very few times where it's been one of those, especially with private events, because private events, I feel like I'm, I can give the best show. I love right. like a house party or something for trivia. Like people, folks want to do something in their backyard, and I, I do a game like that. Oh, it's so good! But well, and, and you can and you know your you know the group. Um, I mean, because a lot of times, again, with some of the more risque stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's cool. It's so much fun. It 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 it, it adds a whole different dimension to that. Sure. But you, it's kind of touchy with some of the the public stuff because. If you got, if you don't have kids or whatever, then then you can kind of run with that stuff. Exactly. But yeah, those private ones are are, are super fun. Um, how many how many of the private events do you do? I mean, how often are you uh, you know booked for for that type of gig? It depends on the time of year. Um, it's it it does seem like it's pretty seasonal. Uh, I do a lot of stuff usually in the uh, in the fall and uh, and in the spring. I'll probably do three or four in a, uh, a month. Um, the summer gets a little bit slow, but it also picks up too for, um, uh, like doing, uh, family reunions and stuff like that. So I probably do about two or three a month all year round. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I can't, I've only, I've only done maybe three or four. Um, I would say private like that. I had actually had one where, uh, you know, with, with COVID, uh, I had my, my Memorial Day weekend this year. I can't. I still can't believe it. Two years in a row that mm-hmm. I have not done a wedding on Memorial Day, and you know, oh, just yeah. COVID cleared my schedule. Uh, but I had a group that was vacationing here in the Finger Lakes, and this was the last year of that group. They're about the same age that you just uh, identified. Now, my saving grace is that yep. if I had done it in the evening, I probably would be telling the exact same story that yeah. you did. But they did it as a uh, brunch. They did a trivia brunch. That's smart. And uh, the mimosas were just absolutely flowing like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was just a blast. But, like, yeah, if it had been later on the evening, uh, would've I would have probably been t- telling the same tale that you did. Yep. You know, and it's it's funny. We mentioned earlier trivia people. When, when I had gotten the call and she said that she was interested in a game show, some trivia night, I stupidly I made the assumption that like they're not going to be big drinkers they're in their mid 30s they're a little bit more you know this was just that was on me just expecting like oh yeah you know they're going to get it this is cool she seems so receptive to it and maybe that's what it was maybe they were just out celebrating and you know the rocking of the boat and the liquor just kind of like over the top you never you never know you know so one of the things I wanted to talk about yep is with coke Mm-hmm. And last, I have to like uh, speed quizzing probably saved four of my weddings last year. Oh, like, I, I did I it at it. weddings. Yeah, and I do it at weddings. I did, almost every wedding I do it. Yep, um, and uh, I mean the ones that I did, uh, I had one couple that here in New York when um, our previous governor mm-hmm. uh, basically <laughs> shut us down. And they were stuck because, I mean, like you could at least up until that point have up to 50 people. It just had to be masked. You know, you could dance, but people had to wear masks or stay in groups, you know, yep. all of the, the, the theatrics. Um, but they literally that, that stuff came out Monday and they were like on the hook and like the venue was just like, well, what do you want to do? And I told them, let's do this trivia thing. I'm going to you know put some stuff together. I didn't even have enough time to personalize it for mm-hmm. them. But we kind of went, I went heavy with music rounds. Uh, that's one of the things that's been really yeah. 
uh, a big thing for me is music rounds, learning how to format rounds and, you know, like write, write your own questions mm-hmm. uh, and create those, those folders. And uh, I did one that was, uh, uh, I came across a Spotify playlist of like songs of the summer. And yep. it was like Billboard top top uh, songs, every song of the summer back to the 60s. And it converted in, into a, a, a music round and yep. actually into four rounds. And what's great is it just, it's, it's a great, especially for weddings, that one rocked because you basically have everything from the 60s music to, yeah. you know, you know, it's the, the beebs. And it's you so know, funny. So you, 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 you engage and you hit everybody. And it, they were so competitive. Yep. Um, it was a small wedding because it was only 50 people. So they had four or five tables set up. Each table was a team because you couldn't get out of your seat. Yep. I mean, at that point in time. It was really were, strict, I mean, right? It, it was yeah. locked up. Yeah. And at the end of the night, she was just like, oh, my God. She's like, I can't believe it went by so fast. She's like, that was fun. She's like, and, and I and what sucked, it, it, what's great is that I know that they're always going to be like, that was a really cool wedding. That was super they're fun. They're going to remember it you know? for sure. Yeah. But I'm also like, man, that group would have been nuts with an open, regular, you know, reception format. Um, but really, I had three or four events and in, in two of them, the clients were just like, I don't know. And I'm like, trust me. Yeah. And they and it both saved were it. just, it, it totally saved yeah. it. It totally saved it. And, and honestly, um, I would say it may have saved me. One of the, um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned um, and I, I actually kind of listened to your your podcast, mm-hmm. uh, kind of introducing Trivial coming back. Is uh, I'm right there with you, man. Like once it, it, it gutted the business. Oh I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know anybody that's going to be watching this. Probably you guys feel the same exact way. Is that like I mean, one hundred percent of your income just goes oof. Yep. And you know, trying to scramble. And I really appreciate speed quizzing. Uh, coming out with the live feature um, that was big i yeah. i had I, it was a big and and i think i had a little bit of a different experience with it than than you did because mm-hmm. it it went gangbusters for me yeah and it really kind of uh materialized into a lot of those people's a lot of people that found me doing the online weren't people that were in my in 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 doing the pubs yeah and and do you find they're coming they out yeah that's yeah that's great uh, it, and, and I actually had one. It actually kind of brought tears to my eyes. I, I had a cup, uh, a team. Um, my Friday night event is at a brewery. Yeah. And I showed up. Uh, this is at the beginning of the summer. We're you know we're you know live in person hosting, and uh, the ho- the you know the owners hit me. You know they're like, hey, somebody dropped this off for you, and it was an envelope, and it was a card, and it was a nice tip, uh, and it was a couple that I had never met in person were happened to be in the area, follow me on social media, knew I was hosting live, couldn't be there for the live, yeah. but wanted to get, get that to me in, you know, and left it at my venue. No uh, kidding. And just, and we're like, so thank, you know, appreciative of just being able to do something with them and yeah. their kids. And they were a group that um, would kind of network with their family, you know, during yes. like, you know, cause a lot of times I'll leave that uh, I'll leave the room open. And people will just would, would hang out on the Zoom. And, you know, I go about my business doing my thing. And you get families that are just kind of connecting and, you know, New Jersey and here in the Finger Lakes, somebody in California. Oh, yeah. And kind of like getting together doing it. So that that was my experience. And I was doing it two to three nights a week. Yeah. And um, it was and I never charged for it. 
but um, I did have, have tips and gratuities and set up Venmo and all that. Yep. I mean, it paid for my groceries. I mean, it literally kept me kept you kept afloat. Me fed. Yeah, it kept me a fed. You know, kept me fed and afloat. But also here, man, because like I think like you, it, I was in a dark place. Yeah, like for I all was of in, us, it was dude, really yeah. rough. Yeah. This is what we do. I know. This is what we do. This yeah. is, I am a DJ. I am a trivia host. And when you take that away, and then on top of that, you're non-essential. Ooh, that just really hits you mm-hmm. in so many levels. And it's just like, well, maybe I am. Maybe I, well, like, and it really messes with you. Oh, yeah. And um, so having trivia in, in speed quizzing, to be able to do the, you know, what I call FLX Trivia Live, um, it just really was a like a life preserver, like straight up, yeah. straight up. And um, I'm luckily I know that it was a, a big thing for a lot of my, uh, you know, online people. And yeah. you know, it's it's just really cool to see a few of them that you know I didn't see in person that 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 I do now. That's really awesome. Yeah. No, I think I think you know you're you're 100 right. It's like that was a, a challenge for everybody, you know. And I mean, the, the, you know, speed quizzing. I got to give them. A little bit of a round of applause because speed quizzing was fast with turning things over to get yes. things right. Like, I mean, they really, they sort of had an idea that this was going to be eventually offered and then, and then put out the, the live option. Um, this, you know, obviously the pandemic was, was really just like the push to kind of like, okay, we got to make this happen. And, you know, not to say that there weren't growing pains and things like that. And, you know, it's just like, I, you know, I don't want anybody to think like I was I wasn't doing trivia because like the the product wasn't there. It was there, but just yep. it just didn't work for me as a host to be able to offer the right kind of thing. But you're you're right. I, there were there were times where I had I was doing a regular weekly trivia periodically. You know where where it would show up. I think it was Wednesday nights. I would do one online, and I would have a bunch of people come in and play. And and I actually had bookings for family events that would come through. And I I actually for those what I would do is the same thing. I would say we're going to do the game for sixty minutes or ninety minutes or whatever they wanted to allot for the game, and then I would basically pat whoever had had uh, had was my client my point of contact. I would transition the Zoom host over to them and I just back right out of it. You know, one yep. team, they wanted me to stick around and just drink with them and, and BS. <laughs> and some of them have come out to play at bars, you know, pre COVID. I haven't seen, uh, one of them I've seen since. Um, and it was, you know, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was really, really cool. I don't know. It, it's yeah, the online thing. And, and not only that, I have to tell you, I, I, I'm optimistic for the long term. Yeah. I'm kind of pessimistic about the short term as far as COVID. Sure. Um, I'm gearing up. I don't know if we're going to experience the same, um, you know, the same draconian, you know, lockdowns that we had. Yeah. But I definitely know that there is a market of people that I felt that that trivia, you know, the smartphone uh, trivia and speed quizzing yeah. live they're just not coming out. I mean, there's, there's, there's people that just, there are some that, you know, being able to kind of, yeah. And being able to kind of like, you know, there is enough. And I really do think that, especially once we get into the fall and into the winter, I mean, hopefully, you know, this doesn't happen. Um, but I'm kind of gearing up. Uh, usually I have like a whole setup here, uh, you know, with, with, with a boom mic and all that, yep. but I'm kind of in the process of revamping my, my sure. studio setup you know, exactly for that. But, one of the things that I, I actually re- like with the uh, you know speed quizzing live is that 
I've picked up a bunch of corporate accounts uh, doing it. Yeah. So I have a friend that works for um, a, a large caterer, you know, uh, like a Sedex or Airmark, you know, one, mm-hmm. of, one of those. And um, as a, and it actually started pre-COVID where I would come in and do a Christmas party for their group at a brewery or at a bar. It's just kind of like their Christmas uh, you know, kind of party instead of, you know, just like straight up, you know, binge drinking and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Adding a little bit of that component to it and personalizing it. And it went over well. I've worked with this group probably six, seven times. Mm-hmm. And when we made the transition to uh, online, uh, he was one of my first, you know, people that reached out and was just like, I'm trying to figure out something to kind of keep my people, you know, engaged and, you know, together. Mm-hmm. And so we did a few over, uh, you know, few over, you know, the pandemic. And I mean, again, they were, they were full pain, normal gigs yeah. and, you know, being able to do that and brand it, you know, for them, uh, it was huge. And it actually led to him, you know, he had one of his superiors kind of, um, you know, vice president and the national level kind of yep. like reach out and was like, Hey, heard you, you, you had this thing. Could you, and I ended up doing that with them. So it's like, I, awesome. I'm just like in bunch of these like executives, like on a zoom call, you know, answer, asking them, you know, music questions and stuff like that was, was kind of uh, quirky and cool. Um, but that also led to an event that I did for them uh, two weeks ago where uh, it was a Tuesday and I thought it was going to be one of the virtuals. I was virtual and uh, I, I log in, set up the room, give him all the information, you know, so he can pass along uh, to the, the people that are going to be playing and come, come to find out it was, I was remote. Everybody else was, was in the same right there in, in the, the same room. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, and he put it up on, they had like, you know, the AV that put it up in the conference room. And there was probably 70 to 80 people in that room. That's pretty good. I was up on a, on a projector and screen and they were able to kind of like plug it in there. Everybody else kind of logged in, uh, you know, via the speed quizzing live app. Mm-hmm. And it was flawless and it was seamless. And it just, I hadn't even thought about, I hadn't, because obviously I want to be in person with people. Yeah. That's you know, so I hadn't even thought yeah. about that aspect of it, but that was that was kind of cool in, 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 uh, kind of a boost to the ego when you're like, Oh, wow, they, I'm valuable enough that they will actually just have me remotely. Um, little did they know that I didn't even put pants on. For yeah, that that's the best part about the remote stuff. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. You make a really good point though, about like the corporate events and things. There were corporate events and some family events and things like that, that I, I had done remote and those worked out actually pretty good college events too, actually, where they would just open it up to the students yep. and they jump on and, and that stuff actually worked out pretty good. Um, the one issue I make, this was where, where the real transition was really difficult was fundraising because I have a lot of, of leads that come through for fundraisers and people want to tap into my creativity. How can we utilize this to do more with it? How can we make this fundraiser benefit our cause as much as possible and, and make it all sort of, sort of work out whether, I mean, I've had, I had so many people reach out for fundraisers and it got to the point where I was just like, it's so hard to build the perceived value into a virtual event. Cause you'll, you'll get right. people that might say like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go great. And they're going to, they're going to buy the, the ticket online or whatever, however it is that they're going to, you know, get their admission into go their ticket. So they'll do that. But 
with the online events, with those types of things, lots of people would just not show up. You know, so they might have sold 100 Ooh. tickets and we got 20 people that showed up and, and were ready to play. So it's a little disheartening as from the host. You're just like, I'm glad they're making money. I'm glad that they're 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 doing all right. But all, what is this saying about what we're what we're actually putting out there? So it's sort of like a, a blow to the ego there. But the other element of it is too when you're doing so when you're doing a, a fundraiser and you have an, an NPO that wants to work with you it, as a, as a trivia host I can say these are the ways that we can. Um, monetize different elements of the game that can bring you to either cover your expenses or add to the overall benefactor, you know, um, add to that, the, 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 the funds that you're trying to raise, whether that's sponsoring rounds or whatever that might be. And the issue is, is for the sponsors that want to know that these events are going to be well, you know, right. uh, that their, their stuff right. is going to be seen. And that's the trick. That's what's difficult. You can't do like a, uh, you know, you can only only price it so much because you're obviously you're not going to have uh, drink tickets available. You're not going to have, you know, uh, uh, past hors d'oeuvres or anything like that. So any refreshments are on the, the folks that are playing a, in their own house. So it's a little bit tough to get people to make that commitment. Um, that was the one thing that I really, really wrestled with so much that toward the end before things started to get a little bit better and we started to actually have events, um, even, even socially distance, distance events with lower capacities and things and masks and everything. Once things started, I started to actually make the suggestion, like, do you have access to a parking lot? I'll broadcast the yeah. game FM and we can do a live experience that way. Maybe get a food truck to come down there. And the, uh, the issue with doing that is then that becomes an event and that just freaks people out to plan it. You know, did you did you do any of those? Did, did you have any of those that you? I did. How many did you do? Uh, about a half dozen. I didn't do any public ones. Um, they were all private stuff. I did one that was in a neighborhood where there were a bunch of different houses. Um, on it was like a, it was actually it was a cul-de-sac. So I parked in the middle. I set up an easy up tent, had my FM transmitter there, and all the households were allowed to, were able to play Speed Quizzing cool. Pro, and it was it worked out great. Um, you know. That was kind of at the tail end of, of things, of people actually like kind of getting into this. Also, we kind of had to wait until like you know the the weather would would allow for it. But um, the first time I tried one, and I used oh, did I use did I use Instagram Live? I think I used Instagram Live, and the leg must have been and it awful. Was, it was terrible. It was absolutely yeah. It was absolutely terrible. In fact, I refunded everybody their tickets at the end. I was just like, I'm like, I I can't reasonably take your money guys for this event that was just hot garbage so it was just yeah i had to find something else zoom at that point probably would have been okay but it, you know right. that, that was even before i mean geez i think i think i was doing that two weeks after everything shut down i was trying to okay wow you know, I was, I was, I was gunning to make something happen. So, I mean, it was just, it was, it was a crazy adventure. Uh, Nathan, we're going to take a quick break for a quick, quick word from one of my sponsors. We'll be back in just a bit. Don't go too far guys. We've got more coming up with Nathan Baker of FLX trivia after this. 
Hey guys, I often get a lot of really good feedback about my beard. Lots of times people actually will ask about what I use for beard care products too. For a long time, it was nothing other than a brush, but things have changed and my beard is styled better and much healthier than it's ever been before. The main reason for this is that I started using beard care products from livebearded.com. Right now, I'm using Live Bearded's beard wash, the conditioner, oil, and the beard butter. I'm also using their bar soap too. In all in matching sense, I should add, the products are 100% natural and they don't leave your beard feeling weighted down or crusty. I've discovered livebearded.com on Instagram and ordered their sample pack of six different scents to figure out which one I like the best. I really enjoy the Gunslinger and American scents most. I've been using the sample kit and I really enjoy it and I've upped it and gotten a full lineup of all their products in the sense that I like. I realized the level of quality that wasn't there in other products that I've tried before. It really did make a huge difference. So I've got a special offer for you. Visit livebearded.com and use my code ROASTBEEF, all one word with no spaces, and you'll receive a 10% discount on your order at checkout. Try the sampler kit for just 10 bucks or go all out and get the full lineup of great products. There's kits available too, and they're great for gifts. And you can even sign up for a subscription Save a little bit of money, and you'll also find that you won't run out of your favorite beard care products. Check out livebearded.com right now and use the promo code ROSTBEEF to save some cash and look like the epic beardsman you are. Alrighty, guys, we're back with more trivial with me, Bobby Roast Beef. I got Nathan Baker here from FLX Trivia. We're just having a great conversation about business and how we kind of coped with COVID and everything. Uh, let's go ahead. I, I kind of like, you know, we're game guys. It's what we are. It's what we do. So I'm going to utilize a little bit of a product that I, I use sometimes. I, I usually warm up some guests with these. Uh, these are uh, decks of, of cards from uh, a company called Poddex. Poddex does some uh, really, really cool content creation stuff, gives you some resources. Um, and I'm just going to ask a couple of questions. We're just kind of going to A-B these back and forth and kind of discuss as they come up. So I'm interested to start out first. What is the best shower idea you've ever come up with? The best shower idea. Shower idea. Like, uh, you know, you know you're in the shower and you're just like, oh, I got a great idea. Like one of those. Oh, best shower idea. I would say. Hmm. I'm going to say my best shower idea would be a, a remodel of my pool area. Every time I'm in the shower, I'm just like, I need to have a shower out there. Really? Um, yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Um, yeah. I'm. You know, I kind of go blank in the shower. Yeah, I, I, I blank in the shower. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a listen to, like, podcast in the shower kind of person. Mm. So it's usually, uh, yeah. But um, I'm more of, like, a driving in my car kind of uh, person. And I would say that the that, that's the that's where I kind of come up is driving. I kind of that, – that's, that's where I come up with, I think, my good ideas. Actually um, – one of the things that I've, I've I'm actually starting to do is do a little bit of video. Oh, okay. Um, you know, video. You know, kind of. Um, I like documentaries and stuff, and and kind of working on one. And one of my, I think, uh, a good idea that I had for that was uh, murals, like doing a, oh, a documentary yeah. on murals. Like if you you, you know every you, every time you go into a town or whatever, every town has one. Um, you know, side of a building or whatever in town. And we just mm -hmm. had one here in, in uh, the town that I live in. That's really cool. And I'm just like, Oh, I wonder what, 
what's the story behind that? Yep. And uh, so that, that's, I guess that's a, that kind of idea. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think shower ideas is sort of just like a collective term. You're right. It could be ideas when you're in the car, ideas when you're on a toilet, like whatever. It's yeah, exactly. that's kind of yeah, the idea. I'm the throne. I, I have, honestly, I think some of the, the bonuses that I have for my, my trivia games have all come while I've been like in the shower or preoccupied. I'm just like, oh, that'd be a great idea. We should have people do this stupid thing or something along those lines, you know? Do you dream about trivia? You know, I don't. I really don't. It's it's kind of crazy because I worked for a long time in television and I would have these like reoccurring dreams of like getting locked out of the station. My job, I, I did master control. So like okay. that was yes. terrible. You know what I mean? Like I'd have the, wake up like, you know, like, like, like <laughs> in a cold sweat and I'm just like, I got to get to the station. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like just stupid shit. And for some reason... I don't dream. I've had dreams about like weddings going to shit and like yep. stuff like that. DJ, what's the next song? What's the next song? Yeah, yeah when that, you're just like, I don't. Like a dream. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've had <laughs> dreams like that, but never about trivia. Like, I just, I don't know. For some reason, I don't really sweat trivia. Yeah, right. you know. I mean, I just, I, I feel like I've just done it enough where I've got the confidence to like, all right, cool, we're gonna do this game. You know. And yeah. uh, well, and I think a lot of the dream stuff mm -hmm. is, uh, um, I, I always found dream interpretation pretty interesting and it's always like a fear. It's always like your you know, deep inner primal self. That's what you're kind of feeling or thinking mm -hmm. and it manifests itself in dreams. So I, it was funny. I would always wake up and be like, Oh my God, I had a nightmare. I just was like at an event and it was great, but I just like uh, the music stopped because I couldn't think of the next song. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I had that one all the time. But I've, I've never had a dream about trivia either. It just, yeah, I guess, I guess we're good at it. Maybe yeah. that's what it means. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I vote for that. Um, here's another question that I think is awesome for, for people, not only that are entrepreneurs, but just, I mean, creative people too. Um, do you make any kind of a to-do list and is it every day or is it weekly or, or how often do you do it? Is it like a monthly thing? I don't, I don't. And I should, um, my, you know, my, my girlfriend is one of those, is she it literally gets up every day, puts together her list and hammers it out. I've never done that in my entire life. It's all just kind of like floating around. I, I think that's what makes, I, I would say that I'm more of a creative person. Yep. And I think that's kind of a thing that creatives do where the analytic and kind of like the, the list people fall into that, that side of things. I am not a list person. Um, and it drives, it drives my girlfriend nuts. She's like, mm -hmm. how do you get everything done? I'm like, well, luckily I am a calendar person in the sense that like, yeah. Uh, meetings, whatever. Um, even though I may not be a list person, this right here is like a, th this right here has every, the number and contact information of every person. Yeah. Like my friends all joke that I, if they need somebody's number, they contact me. I'm more about the networking and the people sure. and like, Oh yeah, we talked about that. Let me look it up. It's in my, it's in my uh, text messages. Yep. It, it, it's you ever see that? Um, so it's always sunny in Philadelphia thing where the guys with the, 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 the strings and all that, Pepe that's kind of like what's going on. That's what's going on up here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. And I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of those I probably should do it more often, setting up some type of a list. For a while, pre-COVID, I was getting really good at it. 
Pre-COVID, I was using uh, Trello. You ever use Trello? Nope, never even heard of it. Uh, Is it an app, it sounds like? It's an app, but it's... Like I and I'm I, I I don't do it justice with but basically what you can do is you can create different platforms for different stuff. I had one for household, I had one for uh, jigs and bigs, and then I had one for uh, was it Trello I was using it for? Yeah, and then one one for for professional stuff for Bobby Rose Beef. And uh, what I would do is I would just as tasks go up, I would just add them and give them a deadline, and it would attach them automatically to the calendar with reminders and everything. So it was a great way to kind of like stay on task. Um, yep. I got into some really bad habits during the whole pandemic shutdown where I got really lazy with my schedule. Um, and then I kind of like when you scheduled the time for this this segment right here on Calendly, that I have found has been, helped me get even more uh, organized. So I created one for like just standard meetings. So whether it's a, okay. a wedding client or it's uh, somebody, I, I I scheduled one for my, the newest trivia I picked up on Mondays. Like I'll, I'll have people schedule that. Whenever somebody asks, what's your availability? I just shoot them that link and it's got my general availability of what I've got willing. And it's so much easier to just say, just pick a time. And if it does happen to be a conflict, then what we can do is just kind of flip that and say, okay, well, yep. let's bump it. What, what about a week later? Or what if we change it to this? And it seems to work out really, really well. Because I've noticed, especially especially when booking, like with Jigs and Bigs, we do a lot of guests there and we do uh, an episode every single week. And it's it's it always seems like people are, are booking in that calendar and um, spurts, like the, the seasonal change. We're going to actually get into fishing season's going to start wrapping up about October. And I know all winter, it's just going to be interview, 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 because people have the time. And we'll, we'll set all this stuff up, but it's so much easier instead of saying like, yeah, we'd love to have you on. And they're like, when are you available? Right. You know, now it's just, hey, pick a time and we'll go ahead and put it together. So I find that and that so works. And, and that's Calendly? Is that Calendly, the yeah. Think, it's a website. They, there is an app. Uh, and what's nice is that as you, well, I'll show you actually. If yeah, I, yeah. I keep it right here on the bottom of my screen, right? And it shows the different meetings. And I can go to my schedule and it'll show all of those upcoming dates that huh. I have events that are going on. So I just try to keep so, it. Th- so do you, so do you, well, actually that's a couple of nice segue into a question. Mm-hmm. Do you do any, um, uh, CRM, like, a DJ event planner, any stuff like that I do. for your events and DJ and, and which one do you use? I, I use DJ event planner, um, just because I, I find that it manages that calendar. Great. You know, I can have people check the availability and handle payments and, you know, do everything right through there. It makes it nice and easy. Um, It's no frills. You know, I know a lot of people that use like HoneyBook and stuff like that. And I mean, I just, I started out using DJ Event Planner. I think I I went live with it in 2015. Um, Started actually booking using that. Uh, It was right before I went full time. (sighs) I used, I used Gig Builder. Oh yeah, Gig Builder, sure. Oh six, like went back when I started, and and I loved it, yep. and it still was doing what it what it needed to do. But one of the things that like on the DJ side of things um, is just kind of like evaluating our clients, our, our market, and our customers. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted to talk on the phone anymore. Yes. So I'm just like, why am I wasting my time doing that? Like all they want to do is book me, give me money. So let's figure out a a quick and easy way to do that. Yeah. And and I also do photo booths too. So it was yep. kind of like, how do we do this? 
And how can someone literally book me? Because like I'm finding people that are booking, you know, booking us on the DJ side of things, booking me on the DJ yeah. side of things that are totally fine. They 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 see all of the social media and the videos and the word of mouth and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They just want to book. So okay, let's make that happen. I and I found I did find it kind of difficult with gig builders and in DJ event planner to do that. Um, but I kind of looked at like photo booth because it's like there's no personality really involved nope. in a photo booth. And a lot of people were just setting it up. And I also wanted uh, to provide customers with options to like really be able to customize the backdrops, their templates yeah. and all that stuff in a portfolio. I'm sick of sending you all of this stuff and asking the, and answering the same questions over yep. and over. So I came across, a, uh, they're called Check Cherry. And uh, they've, I actually, what's really nice about them is they, you can, I, I believe do up to five brands. So like you can set up, like, so I have an FLX trivia, uh, you know, check cherry. It's all in the same calendar. So I guess I am a little bit in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, FLX trivia, my photo booth, and then obviously the, you know, Finger Lakes entertainment on yep. the DJ side of things. And then the DJ Boolinger on, you know, the clubs and event stuff. Um, and it's been fantastic. I mean, th- honestly, like, I guess that's, I'm not a list person of daily stuff, but all the events, uh, I guess my clients create my lists for me. That's just, the best. They, they just book me in it and yeah. I'm there. I think that's, that's like the best. Absolutely. When you, when you have all that in one sort of spot. And for me, the whole thing was, was like with DJ event planner, it was the first one that I just started using and I found a way to make it work. Um, I'm, I use, I found that the best way to get, uh, information and work with clients. My preferred way is through email. I'd rather just email back and forth. I think you can say a whole lot more um, and, and and have that have a better conversation that way. I you know I do stuff all the time with text and and I feel like you know the, the same can be said with social media. Like you you can't you have to be uh, pseudo savvy on all platforms. You know, in order to be successful, you've got to be like, you know, I mean, I I make no bones about the fact that I try to avoid Facebook like the plague these days. But I do know that there are plenty of people that are out there on Facebook routinely. And, you know, I I, so I I take the platforms that I am best on. And for me, a lot of that's Instagram. And I'll basically set it up so there's some redundancy over to Facebook so that Facebook's at least getting some updates. Right. You know, periodically. Then at the same time, you know, I have I have some clients that are just like, yep, we want to we want to call. When 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 can we talk? Those are rare and it's getting more and more rare. I have some that are just it's text all day. The only issue yep. with that is that it's so convenient that instead of like having a bunch of thoughts together and sending them da- out in one time, you end up with this huge conversation and I know myself I'm a talker just like some clients that I have are and we'll go back and forth with different ideas and then nothing gets decided email I found works really good I I, what I have found that I I will do often is anytime somebody books me for a wedding I have an email that's already pre-written and pre-populated with all my package prices and that's the first thing I don't even respond to them they'll say oh we want more information we want this and I just send it out to them it's got everything right there I automatically populate their event with the most popular options that are in there and then I just I said, look, we can schedule uh, a meeting how you would prefer to do it. Zoom has been uh, obviously huge, yeah. you know, and, and, and I, I kind of love doing that because, you know, you set a meeting and, and that meeting can, can change forms. You know, I'll, I'll start a Zoom call on my phone 
and then I'll take it in the car if I'm on my way yeah, to training right. or something. It's yep. really kind of convenient like that. But and that's that I find is is really the 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 thing that makes it nice and easy. Plus, I do like the DJ event planner forms um, and the customize uh, customizability that's that's sort of built in. But I mean, I haven't even I'm I'm happy, so I haven't even looked at anything else. Right. You know. Right. It's like that stuff. Um, I know back. Um, you know, I was multi-op before COVID, and I've just like that really gutted me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm. Cool you guys are the ones that my, got hit the um, hardest, man. I'm cool doing my own thing because, yep. you know, because it was it was it was beyond just, uh, you know, any any time we I think as an entrepreneur and a business owner, anytime you're failing, it's always your fault. Yeah, exactly. It, like, it's always your fault. Mm-hmm. That wasn't our fault, but you still can't take away that yeah. feeling, especially when you have other people that work for you and depend on that income that makes and it to tough. take that on. It just was like, I feel like, you, you know, your hardship, like I'm here, I'm, I've got hardship, but your hardship. And it's like, I see how that's affecting guys that, you know, work with. Yep. with it's like their me. hardship it's, is also it, your hardship and you're sort of having to try to absorb it. It's yeah. It's tough. It, it, it's a lot. So basically, you know, but, but, you know, with the CRM, um, gig builder was perfect for that. Um, the check cherry is, is equally as good. I, you know, and it's really, I think, designed more for like the photo booth, mm-hmm. but they've kind of like morphed into this thing. They've got Spotify playlists integrated right into it, which is really yep. cool. Um, I'm also a big fan of uh, Aaron Trailer and Crate Hackers on the DJ side of things and having Spotify, yep. being able to do stuff with that is really cool. Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff we, we talked about earlier with DJing and, you know, emceeing and announcing being really what it is, but the, the, the music side of things, like if you, for those of us that I believe are really polished MCs, having all those tools like at your disposal allows you to be even better at that. And, you know, instead of like wasting, not wasting, but the time in, you know, creating playlists and just doing all that organized. I, I remember like, you know, guys validating their, their, uh, their price point by like, I spent eight hours doing you know, this. Yeah. Prepping. Why? It's such an, you know, it's way like of doing it. Yeah. Like there's value still, in what you we're still doing. See it. You, yeah. you still see a lot of people do that. And I'm yeah. like, why, why, why? Yeah. Like you, why don't you just have them send you the list and then you just make sure that you have it. I mean, we're, we're at that level. Like, why don't you just like worry about like, you know, tweaking your performance and yeah. or learning a, a new skill. Yeah. Now, I, I just I stumble on this question. I think this is a really good one. Um, how is it that you distinguish yourself from competitors? Like, what do you like to do that's FLX trivia? That's you. That's your brand. I would say a lot of it is the music trivia. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the things uh, that, like, I've, I've got people in – in, in each of the each of the venues that I have is very different. Like I have my my uh, my first one, uh, you know Mustang Pub, which is my Wednesday night. Yep. Uh, we basically during COVID like revamped the the audio video there. Obviously DJ, you know, but also for trivia, like with uh, lots of AV, lots of monitors, yeah. and that's one thing there. Um, but I would say what differentiates me is just my you know, just the, the mic work, uh, just, you know, being the personality aspect of it. Um, 
I, I wasn't able to do an event this last Friday. And one of my other guys who has a really good following yep. up in the, the Rochester area, uh, Sean Doolin, uh, filled in for me. He did a great job, but it's always awesome when you, you know, like, he did really good, but it just it just wasn't wasn't the same. The same. Yep. Just it just wasn't the same, and and I get the you know nitpicking from uh, you know on his end, like hey, how'd it go? Oh, it's great, but this is what you know. Everybody has their own thing, but like I would say, my my for, like I'm very quick uh, uh, as far as I don't I would not consider myself a stand up comedian by any by any stretch, but being able to just have like a quick uh, you know one line or something, whether it's a question. Um, you kind of mentioned like as a master of ceremony and as mm-hmm. trivia host, kind of dealing with uh, hecklers and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's one thing that I definitely think separates myself from a lot of peers is being able to d- deal with that in a way that like is funny. Yep. Puts them in their place. <laughs> Yet they're going to come back and patronize the place the next week. That's a skill. That you're you're a damn skill. right it is. So you you may you remind me of of a situation where was it? I forget when it was exactly, but I was at my Wednesday night venue, Nathan Bill's Bar and Grill. Like they're awesome. I, I love Nathan Bill's. They're so good. Um, I, I get over there and I'm doing my game, and the regular bartender on, and I'm I'm probably gonna have her on the show at some point. Her name is Chelsea, and she is just absolutely amazing. But <laughs> there was, I mean, we had a packed house. It was jammed, and it, quite often it's one of my more popular spots. It's really busy in there, and I had this one table who, a couple of them are pretty. A couple of them are, I won't call them regulars, but they're, 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 they're routine players. They, they, they show up here and there at different venues and things like that. And this one night they were with a bunch of different friends and, and they know enough that the bitch tax is real. <laughs> and you've heard of this, Nate, you know, yeah. the bitch tax. I, so, call the, I call it the asshole tax, but yes. Yeah, I, same, I, I, same <laughs> idea. It's like, I, I have a, a general flow of the way that it works. And I could probably do a better job of like using the live screen to let people know, but it's like, it, I, I don't write my own questions. I use a hundred percent. What's in the quiz packs that speed quizzing provides. And I do that on purpose because I'm a busy guy. You know, it's like, I right, write, yeah. Writing 150 questions a week, which is what I would have to go through, even more than 180 questions a week, is a lot. I mean, there's no yeah. way I'm going to do that and fact check it and and charge what I charge. Like, there's no way. It would take right. up way too much time. So I used all the questions, all the general knowledge, the, the music stuff and everything and anything themed. I come up with that on my own, and, and it is what it is. Well, this one time I'm doing... Was it music question? No, it was like a math question is what it was. It was like a math question. And this guy just would not stop. And he was like, <laughs> it was the issue was they used the word sums. And it was. Yes, I, I think I have the same question. It's like, it's, it's not sum because it was a multiplication. Multiplication. It should have been. Yes. yes. It should have been product. I get that. I, I think I remember. We just had one this last week that it, was worded similarly. It happens. And there was multiple. There yep. were multiple. There was like a, uh, a subtraction, addition, and I think a multiplication. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the way it's worded. But continue. <laughs> so oftentimes, whenever I see that, I'll just say, solve this equation. For whatever reason, right. 
I read it this way. And this one guy jumps up in the middle of the game and is like, hey, that's not right. That should be product. It's not Soames and blah, 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 blah. And I lit this guy up <laughs> so badly. I was dropping F-bombs. And I was like, that just cost you fucking 20 points. You ought to just sit the fuck down now before it starts getting real bad. And like... It was, I just ended the round after, like, we got to the end of the round and everything is good. And, and there were people who were sitting around him. They're like, oh, he's going to fucking bitch tax. <laughs> and even the people at his own table that knew, they're just like, oh, he's going to get slapped to the bitch tax. <laughs> it was so funny. And then at the end, this was so good. Um, so the mic is still live. And Chelsea looks over at me. She's like, I've never seen you get like that with somebody. And I look right, right in the mic and I, I go, it's kind of hot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's, it's, it's the right person at the right time. Yeah. Like I haven't had a, I haven't had a meltdown doing trivia, but I actually had my first meltdown as a, a bar club DJ about a month ago Oh man, with a kid that, with a kid that's uh he's a regular. And um, I mean, dude, dude, the scenes, the whole bar scene is just very different than it was pre. Totally. I mean, it used yeah. to be a nice mix of older, younger. No, 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 no. It's all younger. Now. Yep. It's all. It, it, so, I had a really hop and dance floor and it's like my job at this place is to, is to, you know, appease the ladies and sure. you know, where the girls are, the guys will follow. Her. Yep. And this kid comes up and requests a song and it wasn't the worst request ever, but it's like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll try to get to it. And I mean, I, I know him. He's okay. Yeah. It was like the um, C or D list though. Yeah. 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 I mean, yep. I put it into my prepare uh, thing, you know, just in case I get time, but I'm, and he comes up like, you know, one other time he's like, Hey, and I'm like, I'm, I go, man, dude, I don't know, but I'm going to try to get to it. So he comes up about 20 minutes later and I got, you know, the place is hopping. He just yeah. looks at me and he's like, you could take some direction. And I'm like, is that what he said? I, yes. I'm like, what did you say? I like literally just like, what did you say? He's like, what a bitch. And this kid is like probably like I'm a big dude. Yeah. This dude is probably like five four, five five, maybe. And, and I'm just like, I'm just like, get the fuck out. Exactly. <laughs> just, like, just get up. And he's just like the audacity. Like, I, and then he's like, oh, I know the owner. All you, you, oh, I you love know, that's my that. favorite. And, and I'm, I'm like, just like, that's I'm funny because like, the owner pays me. Right. <laughs> you right. know. I'm, I'm like, like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Get, get me fired. What? And I and I just looked at him. I'm like, dude, just walk away right now, or I'm gonna make you look silly. And he's just like, oh, you're gonna beat me up? I'm like, no, 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 because all that would take is. But yep. but I'm like, no. I go, just walk away. He wouldn't walk away, and he just starts cussing me out. And I literally, I mean, I've got a pioneer setup. I also have programmed the light rig in there myself. Mm -hmm. It's all you know, DMX uh, software. And just, I've got my, my fight setting, <laughs> you know, it's just like every light in the place is on yep. and just pause light on, get the F out yep. and like he, he didn't know what hit him. And that's the first time that has ever happened to me in all the years. And it's funny because he came in and apologized to me like the next week. That's, that's, that's commendable. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he's, he plays softball with a couple of the people that work there. Yeah. And he's just like, dude, he's like, I can't believe Nate did that. And I'm just like, I'm like, and I came up and I, and, and somebody said that he was like really, really, really uh, apologetic about it. And I just came up and he was there on a trivia night. 
And he's like hiding in the corner. And I walk up to the table and I just look at him like, he's like, and I'm just like, I'm just kidding. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, dude, it happens to the best of us. I go, I have to give you props because whatever you said, how you said it at the right time, just set me off. Like I've never had anybody. I go, you, you've done something that nobody else ever has. Yeah. You, you deserve a prize for you've that. accomplished that yeah exactly <laughs> yes. that's crazy man yeah i mean i've 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 had instances at trivia where like you know people will get a little bit crazy i don't know that i've ever i've ever ejected somebody from a trivia night. <laughs> yeah i've never ejected anybody yeah I, I, it's funny that i there was a uh a, a venue that i did uh last last year or the year before it was like the year before and there was a a, a question about um, Eminem. It was like the the artist Eminem, and it was the art. The way it was phrased was what is what artist you know, and then whatever the what, what whatever the t- you know question was, but it was looking for Eminem. Yep. And this guy answered it as Marshall Mathers, and I'm just like, and he literally would not let it go, and I'm just like having this you know dialogue with him over the microphone, and you know one thing I you know if there's any you know. Uh, you know, new trivia hosts out there. It's like, you're in charge. You have to be in charge because otherwise the inmates will run the asylum. Oh, definitely. And I I can give you a story about that that happened recently. Um, But just like, I was very firm and I'm like, whatever, no. And he just literally wouldn't let it go, but he wasn't super rude. But there was a question later on and the answer was Madonna. And, and I just looked at him. I'm like, I go, is that is that okay? I, I will you accept? Will you accept Madonna? I go, or should we know her real name? What, what what's her real name? And he and he just like and his girlfriend was just like, oh, <laughs> just like being you know, just like being able to refer back to that, just like totally. He, you could just tell in his head, he's like, I'm such it's a like, tool. I'm such a exactly. <laughs> oh man. That yeah, that's a good one. I'm gonna do a uh, a little a little mini segment here. We're gonna play this or that. Um, cool. So it's like a rapid fire thing, um, and we'll just go through real quick and, and see what you have to say. Uh, play it safe or roll the dice, and why? Roll the dice. Um, just you know, like any risk risk reward. Go with your gut feeling. That's yep. that's my yep. Gotcha. Spy or vigilante? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm, vigilante. Vigilante. Combat or cowboy boots? And why? That's good. <laughs> cowboy <laughs> boots. Uh, it just, yeah, cowboy boots and why? I would say uh, just... <laughs> That's a, that's somebody that's is much more versatile. Uh, you know, it's someone that's uh, probably like, you know, they're probably not. <laughs> Combat boots is either going to be someone that's like in war, or probably a chick with like purple hair or blue, and the, those kind of those are even scarier than like mean cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, oh, here we go. Margaritas, okay, on the rocks or frozen. Uh, on the rocks. On the rock. Yeah, that's. I think that's the right way to go. Shop online or in store. 
online. Yeah, it's I'm the same way. I'm yeah, absolutely I'm, the same man, way. Man, I just I had an experience like we were looking for some new appliances. Yep. And I went to my local place. I'm like, I want to give these folks business. And I was so mad. Like it was like I go like had to wait. Like mm-hmm. it, it just sucked. I wanted to, I I would love to do it in person, especially small town, but man, Amazon. Yeah, no, it's I mean it's it sucks, <laughs> you know, it, it does really suck. does, but it's just so can, and like, you know, if, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky. I live nearby to a shopping mall. I, some people would say that that's lucky. I don't, <laughs> I'm not that yeah. one, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, yeah, this, no, and that's the thing. I'm like 40 minutes. I'm like that 25, 30 minutes for, to my closest, uh, Wegmans. That's our, yep. our thing. I mean, we, in, in town, we have an Aldi's and a, and a tops friendly market and stuff like that, but. I mean, yeah, and it's and one of the things during the pandemic, uh, I actually picked up a job at the post office. So, oh, all right, um, nice. Your, your Amazon people, they don't really dislike you if you order stuff. I always, always enjoyed delivering stuff and getting out of the vehicle. And stuff oh, like yeah. That, so. No, it's not yeah. a bad thing. So uh, this is this is the last one, and this I'm actually really curious about it's categories: movies, Anchorman or Zoolander, and why? Anchorman. Yeah, I um, agree. Zoolander's a good Anchor- film, but. I, you know, there's so many, when he punts Baxter, I mean, <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so funny. The lines, like, I, you know, maybe I just don't watch, I haven't watched Zoolander as much, but like just the, the, the quotes in Anchorman are and just like endless. Like, it's so like, I mean, <laughs> just the cast in, in itself, like. For Anchorman yes. is untouchable. I mean, it's untouchable. Steve Carell in that movie hardly says a damn thing, but he is. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't replace him for anything. Look, he's Christina perfect. Christina Applegate. Oh my god, was amazing. She was amazing in that movie. <laughs> you smelly pirate hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. So freaking good. So freaking good. Well, this was awesome, Nate. I'm glad. We, I'm glad. I'm glad we we had you on for this. This is great. This is the first ever trivia host talking about stuff. And I think uh, well, I, I think it went really great. Um, so why don't we, as we're wrapping it up here, why don't you go ahead and uh, promote yourself a little bit? Let people know where they can track you down if they're in your sure. area. If you want to even drop a couple of your trivia nights, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. FLXTrivia.com. That is the website. Um, I'm at Mustang Pub in Penyan on Wednesdays. I am at Keg and Barrel on Tuca Lake on Tuesdays. And I'm at Lion Smith Brewing Company also on Tuca Lake on fridays make sure to stay tuned because i, I have a uh, uh, the camp the ganondin at the blue heron hill country club that we're adding for a monday night and then a tuesday night uh we're also adding another one of those up in the fairport area and also i have the buffalo bills here flxtrivia.com we're currently running a contest it's going to be the week of opening day so the bills will have won their first game and then that final that following week uh for two tickets to cumulative so rob i I do a i do a nfl round after each of our events that week and the cumulative high score for the week is going to win a pair of club level seats to see the bills and the washington football team with preferred parking and all of that stuff compliments of flx trivia so that's to check that out man 
Nice job. Well, hey, you're doing it right out there, dude. Absolutely. And um, I have, uh, we're, we're planning with Jigs and Bigs on doing some Jigs and Bigs live events. Uh, and we're, we're pretty much, we're going where there are some hot spots for fishing. We're going to oh, be in your area. Here is definitely, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be in your area for sure when we do it. We're going to do a, a bass fishing game show and a whole nine yards. It's going to be unbelievable. But I'm going to, when we're out in that area, I'm coming to one of your games, man. Did you, uh, you know, speaking of which, yep. my son is actually leaving for college this Thursday and he's going to be going to Clarkson. And I know that they just had a huge bat. They are, they, I don't know if they do it annually, mm-hmm. but they have a huge bass tournament up there. And I don't know if that, is that something that you're familiar with? Uh, you know, it's funny that the colleges are starting Potsdam, to get, Potsdam. they're starting to get really into tournament fishing as a collegiate level sport. Um, and I'm just seeing a lot of even high schools, like in the Northeast too, like some in New Hampshire, I'm starting to see this show up in, in a lot of places I had never seen it before. So it, it's kind of exciting. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes, but that'll be awesome, man. I, when we're, we're up in your area, I'm definitely going to hit up one of your, one of your spots. Absolutely. would love to see you'll it. You'll know. I'll, I'll log in from the parking lot and be like, oh, he's here. It's Bobby Rose Beef. Shit. <laughs> stuff man hey do me a favor if if you have a pic of you at one of your trivia nights or something send it to me via instagram because i'm going to use it in the artwork for this this episode okay okay will do awesome man i'll give you a message when this one drops thanks so much man i appreciate it thanks nice meeting you take care buddy have a good one you too bye-bye see ya Alrighty, guys, that's about going to do it for this week's Trivial. Uh, it was awesome having Nathan on. Appreciate that. FLX Trivia, if you're in the Finger Lakes area of upstate New York, go and check them out. Go and check out some of those trivia nights. And, uh, of course, you know, if you are if you like speed quizzing, that brand of trivia that I host, uh, you can go ahead and check out speedquizzing.com and uh, find a game near you. Find out where to go. And if you're in Western Mass and uh, you want to come and play one of my games, go ahead and check out bobbyroastbeef.com. You can find out where I'm hosting a game and uh, come out and have some fun be a whole lot of fun and also actually if you're if you're there and you have an event coming up you want to have some trivia at your at your spot maybe uh, for a special event a birthday or something like that go ahead check my availability at bobbyroastbeef.com I'd be uh, glad to come out and do uh, an event uh, for you and, and and we can have ourselves a great time as always everybody thank you so much for uh, well, being part of the show listening to the show uh, if you could do me a favor go ahead and leave us a, a review over on uh, Apple Podcasts if you could be so kind kind if you like the show if you have constructive criticisms whatever the situation might be go ahead and consider giving us a rate and a review over there uh, of course you can follow me bobby roast beef at instagram on uh, my my account is bobby roast beef super easy to find thanks again to nathan baker wonderful having dj belanger on and we'll see you guys next time have yourselves a great one mm-hmm.